With every sunrise, we get that much closer to the start of the NFL season. Cyrus Wittig here with you on ESPN West Palm tonight. We are just 20 days from the kickoff of the NFL regular season where the upstart Detroit Lions, the uh, favorites of the NFC North, visit the reigning Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. And as always, here to talk a little NFL with us is the former GM of the Jets and the Dolphins, our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike T, speaking of the Jets, they had a, a big acquisition, long time coming, long time talking about it. Finally done, Dalvin Cook, after four straight Pro Bowls in Minnesota, signs with Gang Green. Mike T, what is your take on the Jets signing Dalvin Cook? Well, you know, their being running back from a year ago was Brees Hall, second-round pick, who really had a great rookie year. You know, with that said, um, he's coming off of an ACL injury, and typically, you know, I've been around players where even though they're medically cleared, they're just not the same player yet. So um, I think Brees Hall will be a great player. I think he'll come back and be as good as he once was. It's just not going to happen, you know, overnight. So I think Dalvin Cook, especially given – the rigor of the Jets' schedule to start just makes a ton of sense. Mike T., my only question, my only concern for the Jets as it relates to their signing of Dalvin Cook, and this is something we've talked about for months now, with these free agents, you know, the quicker they are signed, the sooner they get in the building, sooner they start learning the playbook, which in turn you'd think would be extremely important in them being effective once the regular season starts. And again, Cook joins the Jets just about three weeks out from the regular season opener. Mike T., any concern for how effective Dalvin Cook can and will be for the Jets, again, given just the short amount of time he will have been working with his new team? Yeah, you know, he's a veteran. As long as he understands the protections, he should be ready to go. So that that really shouldn't be a problem. Um, you know, you still have about a month to opening day. So um, that that, all in all, I think that's something that, you know, could be worked out. It's not... Um, ideal not to be there for the offseason program, but uh, a veteran running back should, should be uh, up and running, you know, again by uh, opening day. Also coming over from many years in the NFC, joining Dalvin Cook in the AFC East is Ezekiel Elliott. He signs with the Patriots on a one-year deal worth $3 million. It can turn into $6 million based on incentives. And Mike T., I, I was a little bit surprised by this deal. Not often we see the Patriots make a big name free agent signing, especially with a guy who may be going into the twilight of his career. What's your take on this move by the Patriots, and, and were you surprised at all by the signing of Ezekiel Elliott by New England? You know, I think when you look at Ramadre Stevenson, they're starting running back. I think he's a really talented back. They did struggle in goal-to-go situations, and if you look at Zeke Elliott's, um, you know, <coughs> production in his career, Cyrus. He's always good uh, scoring touchdowns, short yards, goal line. So I think he'll be really uh, strong complimentary back to, to Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, I think from a fantasy standpoint, I think he can be really productive and score a whole bunch of touchdowns. I think doing it's going to be really balanced. And I think when they get within the five-yard line, I think we'll see a lot of Zeke Elliott. Again, here with Mike Tannenbaum, 
on ESPN West Palm tonight talking through the the two new running backs to the AFC East, Dalvin Cook with the Jets and Ezekiel Elliott with the Patriots. And and Mike T, you, you took the words out of my mouth because I was about to bring up the, the, the fantasy implications of Cook to the Jets and Elliott to the Patriots. So with, with Elliott going to New England, I know a lot of people were high on Ramondre Stevenson, but w- would you be a little bit more wary of drafting Ramondre as a, a fantasy look or in an, or an early round guy now that Ezekiel Elliott might be poaching some touchdowns from him? I think that's right. And, uh, you know, it doesn't really make sense to me because you look at the physicality of Stevenson and say, like, wow, he should be really productive. Um, we're, we're, you know, uh, as you get closer to the mm-hmm. goal line, for whatever reason, he's not. So, um, that's just something to keep an eye on. And, again, I think Stevenson's a really good player, but Zeke Elliott is going to take, you know, meaningful touches. So, again, the arrival of Ezekiel Elliott in New England affecting the fantasy output for Ramondre Stevenson. Got to imagine it's going to be the same thing with the Jets. And I can't imagine Cook or Brees Hall are going to be in high demand, at least in the early rounds, because those guys while on the field, might be extremely productive and, and going to make the Jets better, they kind of cancel out each other's fantasy prospects and, and possible production. Yeah, and you throw in Michael Carter as well. Mm-hmm. and it, it definitely could be at least for 2023, 20, you know, running back by committee. Again, talking NFL with our ESPN front office insider, former GM of the Jets and the Dolphins, Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike T, just getting back to the action on the field and and off of the fantasy draft boards, a lot of promising play from week one of the preseason. And before I you know get into some specific guys, I wanted to ask you about. Just wanted to you know go blank slate with you and and ask you you know who who really stood out for you and has impressed you during the first week or so of uh, again NFL preseason action. You know, you were going last night, Dorian Thompson Robinson, um, quarterback UCLA with Cleveland. Um, I really like him. I think his. I like him coming out. He has a tremendous arm. Really smart. Make plays with his legs. I think some of his throws were a little inaccurate. I think they'll, they'll get better. Um, but I really think Cleveland has something there. Mm. I'm really intrigued by him. I think he has a chance to be a really good player long term. And he made some big throws on third down. And uh, you know he's somebody that I like in the draft process and continues to impress me. Yeah, DTR, certainly one of the darlings of the NFL preseason. And and using him as a segue to talk about some other young NFL quarterbacks, a lot of guys are trying to take that next step, solidify themselves as franchise starters, franchise cornerstones. And I want to go through a a couple of guys who looked pretty good uh, in in their first preseason action, starting with a guy, Jordan Love, taking over, of course, for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I know you're very high on Jordan Love, Mike T. 7 for 10, 46 yards, and a touchdown in the preseason opener. What did you see? What did you like from Love? You know, to me, the quarterback's a developmental position. He sat for three years. He has good size. I think the game's not too fast for him. You know, they got some really good young skilled players in Watson, Dobbs, and uh, Luke Musgrave. And uh, I-, I think this is a team that's really going to surprise people. I, I-, I like Green Bay. Um, I think they, they have a lot of really good young skilled players, and Jordan Love to me is going to play good football. Two good backs, good defense. I like them. Jordan Love looking to become another superstar quarterback 
in a long line of signal callers for the Green Bay Packers. Another guy trying to do the same with his uh, team, his franchise, his city, Kenny Pickett, taking over, of course, from Ben Roethlisberger, rookie last season going into his second year. He looked awfully efficient in week one of the preseason. Six of seven, 70 yards and a touchdown. What did you see? What did you like out of Kenny Pickett in, again, week one of the preseason, Mike T? I, I think for them, they're going to need chunk plays. And, and I think with you know Pickens and Deontay Johnson, they certainly have the skill players to do so. They have a good defense. Um, they'll be good running the ball. They always are. Uh, Najee Harris is really solid. But, like, um, Kenny Pickett's going to have to make explosive plays in their passing game, and so far so good. But for Pittsburgh to compete with Cincinnati, Baltimore, those are teams that could score a lot of points, and that's something that Kenny Pickett's going to need to do. From the Packers and the Steelers, two franchises who have had Hall of Fame quarterbacks at the helm for a long time now to the commanders that are looking for their their first stable QB in decades. Sam Howell taking over. Again, another second-year guy, 9 for 12, 77 yards and a touchdown. Thoughts on his performance, again, preseason week one, Mike T? You know, solid, not spectacular. Um, You know, I I just think Washington's going to struggle. I just don't think they're in the class with Philadelphia or Dallas. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, you know, when I look at it, I think Washington is could be in a big transition year. I think Sam Howell has a chance to be a B minus, um, and that's just not going to compete with Doc Prescott and Jalen Hurts. You have a new owner, and uh, I think there's this is a really important year for Washington, and I think Sam Howell is going to have to play a lot better than he has for them to uh, have a meaningful chance to make the playoffs. Couple more things here with our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, again, former GM of the Jets and the Dolphins. And Mike T, out of the Music City, we know the number one guy at quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, but the number two spot, sort of up for grabs right now, Malik Willis at a Liberty. He was the uh, fourth round pick last season. Will Levis, the, uh, the, the new guy in town out of Kentucky. And the reports were that. Malik Willis looked better than Will Levis in preseason, but again, Malik Willis has a year of NFL football under his belt. Willis, 16 for 25 with an interception in week one of the preseason. Levis, 9 for 14 with an interception. Mike T, who who do you think ends up in that two spot backing up Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, I I like Levis there just for his size, his physicality. I think Malik Willis was up and down his rookie year, which obviously a lot of rookie quarterbacks are, so... You know, we'll see how this goes, but um, uh, I think Levis is a guy that I think in their minds has a chance to you know, beat the quarterback there long-term. Keep in mind they have a new GM there, so mm. oftentimes you, know, you want to match the GM you know, with, a, with the quarterback, and that's why I would give uh, the edge to uh, Levis. The preseason slate for the weekend, Mike T. A pair of games tonight, the Panthers at the Giants, the Bengals at the Falcons. 11 games on Saturday, one game on Sunday, one game on Monday. Just talking about tonight, Panthers at Giants, Bengals at Falcons. What intrigues you about those matchups this evening? Bryce Young, to me, is the headline here, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, first pick overall, presumptively, he'll, he'll start on opening day, and they're not going to look back, and candidly, Reminds me of the Jet teams from about a decade ago where we plugged in Mark Sanchez, never looked back, and tried to take pressure off of him, you know, being be at the run game or um, with a really good defense. So I think all eyes tonight will be on Bryce Young. 
And then, Mike T, looking at the rest of the weekend, what piques your interest? What storyline are you going to be following uh, closer than others here as we get into week two of the NFL preseason? Well, I think the other storyline to me is Anthony Richardson. I wouldn't start him, Cyrus. I just um, he started 13 games in college, so mm-hmm. I, I am in no rush to get him out there. And uh, you know, they made the decision to that he's a starter. Yeah, I think he's going to struggle, and um, I, I think if he has any hit, you know, that's unnecessary is one too many because he's going to get hit plenty. And you you talk to veteran quarterbacks, it just takes them a while to get a mastery level understanding of protections. So I think Anthony Richardson has an incredible future and is immensely talented. I think he's going to be really an exciting player. I just don't understand what the rush is to get these rookie quarterbacks out and playing so early. Like, I, I, you have a guy like Gardner Minshew, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, you know, I'm a little surprised that they came out so early to say he was starting mm-hmm. from day one. I, did, I think our sports changed, so watching him play is going to be really interesting. Solid stuff as always, Mike T. Appreciate the time. Appreciate the insight. Looking forward to another batch of preseason games, and we'll break it down again next week. Thank you.